That's what didn't know what's happening. This is Talk Entertainment and Art. And welcome to another episode. I'm myself, Obab Lamini. I'm your host for this podcast you're tuning into. And of course, we are into season seven and we're still going on and on and on. We're not planning on stopping on anytime soon. If this is your first time on the channel, I'd like to welcome you with hope that you're going to subscribe. And you're also going to like this video as it helps with the algorithm of YouTube. And on today's episode, I have MK, who is widely invested into the entertainment industry in our kingdom. This man has managed to back the Bushfire residency. He's done animation graphics for main stages of hypnotic, right? Doju and Bushfire Firefly. And he's also the co-founder of Deck Live Studios. Who are who are the ones involved in hosting Pop Sunday, which is by the way one of my favorite local events. How you feeling, bro? I'm alright, thank you very much. What you think of that intro, man? I still wanted to go through, but yeah, I'm like nah. Yeah, no. <laughs> let me keep it low key. You wanna you wanna pull in another sixteen, eh? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, no, I'm, it's a pleasure to be here. I was, I, yeah. I'm so happy to have you here, man. I've been talking to the team about having you. We're supposed to have you on season six. Uh, no, we are the season seven. Yeah, now we're the season bet. seven. No, you guys, you guys should keep pushing. It's good content. We yeah. all need good content out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's only a step, man. We're still trying to, still trying to grow the whole thing. Okay. Yeah, uh, you know, with these these digital spaces, you gotta keep applying pressure. You gotta yeah, keep fans. doing it. Um, you know, consistency is key. Um, you know, looking forward to seeing myself on TV for the first time. <laughs> I haven't been on any of these podcasts. Oh, yeah? yeah. Oh, this is your first time? It, it is actually my first time on a podcast. Oh, yeah? um, other than maybe something that I've tried to record myself on. Mm. Uh, it is my first time on a podcast out here. Oh, well, man, this is going to be a very good one. Yeah, yeah. Shout out. Shout out. So what you got for me, man? What you so, got for me? Man, I want to talk about, I was, I'm reading your EPK. I'm like, whoa, you've been a DJ since 2012. Uh, if not mistaken, yes, maybe even maybe a little bit a lot for longer than that because mm. I I believe my journey kind of started out uh, around 2007, but even before that, you know, crazy enough, most most of us DJs have the same childhood story. Like there yeah. used to be virtual DJ and we played around Start with it, with and then we figured things out. And that's how my passion grew. You know, if you, if you read most um, DJ EPKs, they all speak to having found, discovered virtual DJ. Yeah, and my journey was similar as well. Um, um, my uncle used to, my uncle installed virtual DJ on, on a computer that I was at home. Yeah. And on that computer, I used to play a couple of things, Need for Speed 2, uh, MK4, <laughs> Mortal Kombat 4, yeah. and virtual DJ. That it was, back then, it was actually Atomix MP3. Um, and then, you know, it was just something that I used to do, uh, later on, I found tractor as well, uh, played around with it. Uh, and then in high school, that's when, um, I guess really like the, the, the DJ part came out. Yeah. Um, one day I used to hang out in the computer lab a lot. Uh, and this one day it was entertainment night. And for some reason, the guys didn't have music to play on the, on the school DVD system. And they came up to the computer lab and like, yo got something for us and that previous that previous uh that that week i was playing around with this software called nero um mm-hmm. and on nero you could edit videos and you know we were doing 
uh, we were basically recording the, the mix on Virtual DJ and then going over to Nero and then downloading all the videos for all those songs mm. and layering them up and ending up making a, a, a video mix of some sort. Oh. Like, like you see on Trace and whatnot. Like I see on Trace. Yeah. Funny enough, the Virtual DJ 8 Pro does that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got the, the video um, uh, module uh, built into it. Wow. Yeah, so luckily this guy when, this, when these guys came to the computer lab looking for music, mm. uh, I was like, oh, I got something for you. Let me burn this CD for you. Yeah. So I quickly burn the CD and they went, and that's how I think that was my first audience mm. um, as, a, as a DJ. I have something that I prepared um, and people enjoyed it and they kept asking for more. Yeah. And that's how the passion, you know, it became something that I liked doing because it made me, you know, feel like a part of the community. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So when all of this started, you were still living in Kenya? Yes. Uh, I was in Kenya. I was in high school. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was. It was. It was something. Yeah. It was. It was actually. It was. It was actually something that I think. Um. I didn't think. I. I. At that. At that time, I didn't think it was gonna be anything that I was maybe gonna do. Uh. Maybe professionally and whatnot. Yeah. Uh. It was just something that I liked. I liked tweaking, playing around with tech, playing yeah. around with electronics and and all that. And 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 it was just something that was. Uh, an escape from everything. Man, if you open my desk in school, might you open my desk like this? It's got speakers, it's got lights, LED <laughs> lights, and all that. It's a crazy area. Um, so music was one way I could get into something that w- wouldn't get me into trouble. Mm. Um, and then I think after high school, um, I got an opportunity to come from school here in South Africa. And when I came here, I fell in love with house music. Oh, yeah? Funny story. Uh, because before then, the only music that I used to like mess with was dancehall. You know, East Africa there's a there's a huge, huge, huge dancehall culture. Yeah. Um. And 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 uh, hip hop music as well. So th- those were the two genres that I really knew. I actually didn't know house music mm. until I got here. Um. And I played at the school social. That's the first time I met uh tenderness. Oh yeah. And uh, it was my first time also seeing he had this really nice controller. First time seeing such a small <laughs> DJ controller and it was so nice. And I remember being so obsessed with that thing. Um, and he let me use it that, that one night. And, and we played and, and, you know, it was, it was an awkward reception for me because yeah. I was playing um, a style that wasn't entirely heard of in this, in that yeah, setting. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also I got something out of it. I got, I got to see people enjoy house music mm. and I got to hear this new sound which was house music. And, and ever since then, I think my, um, my taste of music has, has broadened uh, ever since A that moment. Lighter. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's grown so much now. I know so, so many styles of music, um, so many genres of music. Yeah, it's, it's, it's impossible to actually even compress anything into a one hour set these days. I hate taking one hour sets because yeah. like there's very little time to play. Yeah. Was there a point in time where you wanted to play house music and switch to even now I still play, I play house music a lot, actually. My, oh, yeah. my ultimate set contains house music in it. Mm. Um, and how I, how I like to look at house, it's like, you know, there's, there's so many different types of house. Mm. Uh, it's not just deep house. It's not just electro house. Um, there's, there's definitely sounds out there that when you hear them, they will make you move regardless of what genre of music that, you know, you think, yeah. You know I'm this one's going to make you hey, move. Hey, when that beat drop, you're going to be like, <laughs> what is that? I want to move. Yeah, so definitely I try to incorporate those gems into into my set. Uh it's just that hip hop is easy to go to. Mm. Um and also 
at the time when I was starting out playing music here, yeah, there has been a huge gap for like hip hop DJs and open format DJs. Yeah, fact. Yeah, so it yeah. was easy for me to slide into that. Uh, but ultimately, if you give me more time, uh, and it's not like a one hour slot, give me more more time, uh, I'll play. I play a lot of music. Mm. Yeah, I'll play. Mm. I'll play. I'll play reggae. I'll play dancehall. Play hip hop. I play Mumbaton. I love Mumbaton because it slams. The bass is heavy, um, and I love bass. Anything that's got bass. If you give me um, house, bass house, I'm gonna love it. Uh, if you take me to Cape Town right now and put me in like club where they're playing um, minimal, I'm in there. What? <laughs> yeah, like I enjoy different sounds at different times. Um, so it's it's easy to 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 basically enjoy music. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I feel like I'm not restricted to just if the DJ is not playing one the genre that that one genre that I know. Mm. I'm. I'm. Then I'm gonna be sad. I'm not like that. Since I, you're so invested in music and you're like broad on each and every song, have you actually thought about making your own? Uh, yeah, I've tried making music. Oh yeah. I um. I just. It's, it's not something that I, I I think if if I look at my what I've said previously mm-hmm. uh, because I know I said I haven't been on a podcast but like there has been countless times when I've been asked to like talk about you know what my interests and and whatnot are uh, maybe on the newspaper or any other sort of publication um, and I've always said that one day I'm gonna make music yeah. and it still stands that one day I'm gonna make music it's just I don't know it hasn't it's not hasn't today happened. yet. <laughs> uh, I have double. I know how. I know the process of making music, yeah. but I'm not good at it at the moment. Oh yeah. Uh, the best, the best I can do, and what I usually do is I tune and add a punch to whatever music I can find to make it something that I can play. Mm. Uh, for so you know you can find a nice sound that wouldn't normally work. You know, being that maybe I'm playing at a certain time and this is the vibe at that particular time. Yeah. Yeah. So. I would then probably create a remix of that particular sound to make it playable during then, that performance or during that set. So yeah. I, I do have a lot of very nice, high-energy high uh, remixes on my belt that are not public. It's just, it's on my library. If you come to my show, you're going to hear some different I've stuff. I've actually heard a few. Okay. Yeah, there's, there's stuff in there that you're not going to hear anywhere else. And Thanks. I think that just contributes to what I have to offer when I show up at a venue. Yo man, let's let, let's talk about let's talk about uh your journey, especially twenty eighteen. Yeah, you managed to bag a uh, bushfire residency, right? Okay, yeah. I mean, every year I apply. Every year I apply. I, I every year you apply. Every year I apply religiously, and I use every tool available to me to you know convince uh, to state my case why I should get pulled. Oh yeah, yeah. It's you you, you know. Um, events organized by House on Fire. Um, I've I've played at House on Fire countless times. Uh, but events organized by that team for me they give me peace. I feel like it's it's a crew that I can work with. Oh yeah. Uh, they respect the the whole artist thing going on, mm, and I try fair. to learn as much as I can from them. And if you look at pretty much how we operate at our entertainment related businesses, mm. we try to borrow a big leaf from how the, the House on Fire establishment conducts itself mm. uh, in regards to, you know, respecting artists, in regards to, you know, having a schedule and sticking to the schedule. Just tiny, tiny details that you will only really notice 
uh, when you look at our events versus uh, other events that are happening around the country. Uh, I mean, just uh, we've always said our, for example, one one of our events starts at eleven a.m. Mm. Um, and religiously, we start at eleven a.m. I, I mean, people don't, people don't understand what it actually takes. Uh, we wake up six thirty. We are on the road. Yeah, we go to the storeroom. We get the equipment. You know, set up the set up. We set up by eleven. We are finishing. We're doing final touches to the setup. Yeah, yeah. That's how long it takes us because, uh, you know the the experience of setting up an event. It's something that maybe people don't get to see it. People don't get to see the behind the scenes because mm-hmm. all's only arrive after the the gates are open. Uh, but you don't know how it happened, right? Yeah. Uh, so for example. We've always said our event is going to start at 11 a.m. And religiously, 11 a.m., gates are open, you know, things are happening, sound is on. Um, but a lot of other event organizers have copied that marketing uh, aspect or that whatever is written on our flyer. Yeah. 11 a.m. And they've gone ahead and put 11 a.m. on their flyer without but understanding the, understanding whole process, the process of making the event start <laughs> at 11 a.m. So you'll see... I. You can do some homework even after this, or even you can even recall yeah. how many events you've seen last year, especially um, last quarter, that have said they're starting at 11 a.m. Because they, they're not starting at 11 a.m. They're going to start at 6 p.m. Why should you do that? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I feel so bad for those things happening like that because, unfortunately, uh, our market, the consumer, is not that vigilant about mm. the value. Yeah, that fact. they expect for what they pay for when they go to an event. Mm. So it's easy for someone to just grab some marketing material from something Another, that's already yeah, happening yeah, and, and put it, it, you know, put it on their own thing. Mm. And I, at the end of the day, I think that's a scam. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's a scam. They, so they, we need to be vigilant of the scammers. So how, so how do we get <laughs> our money back, man? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how we get our money back. But I think it starts by spending wisely. Fact. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it just starts there. Uh, don't spend, like, I I think, uh, let something, I don't know. Again, don't judge a book by, by, by its cover and whatnot, but be a little bit more vigilant. Maybe read mm-hmm. a couple more pages and, mm-hmm. and try really see if, if it's really worth it. And I think all I'm trying to say is, like, the, those guys, yeah. they've set a good example. Yeah. And, Everybody else around in, in our community here, it's either we 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 we, 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 follow. we look at that good example, not necessarily even follow, mm. but learn from it. Right. Yeah. Um, right. Don't try to reinvent the yield too much because you know there's only so many ways you can do something. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, learn from that. Um, use it wisely to make better of your circumstance. Um. Yeah, so I don't necessarily actually have a residency that, that is assigned to me. Yeah, I just apply every year. You apply every year? Yes. Damn, man. Even this year I applied. So yeah. every year you can accept? <laughs> no, I don't. It's not every year, actually. Um, is it? No, it's uh, my first time to play there was in 2015. 2015. I remember. And the reason I got to play there was because... See, Baby Friday Night. I don't know if you guys remember that series that was playing at House on Fire. Um, See, Baby Friday Night. Yeah, there was a series. There was a, there was a monthly series that used to happen at House on Fire every, every like, last Friday of the, of the month. Yeah. Um, and it used to be some sort of competition. 
mm-hmm. um, that this edition and the next edition and the next edition, there would be a different act. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, depending on, I don't know how they did the, 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 the judging, but at the end of the whole exercise, um, there would be a winner of yeah. some sort. So I ended up um, getting a slot through that go to bushfire and ever since i have never wanted to not be there Thanks. yeah uh it's the one place where i feel like yo yeah the o's are here they're enjoying the vibes i also want to be in that vibe okay. yeah <laughs> that's yeah. all yeah yeah so as somebody uh, as somebody who's 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 part of the events management and events organizers yeah we have this problem in our kingdom where we're promoters they release a poster Saying, I know we're having, maybe make an example, we have Young Stunner coming into the country for this show. But then Young Stunner doesn't come through. Like recently with Solanis, uh, they, had, they had booked, I think it was Oscambo, but it never came. Oscambo came. Which event was it? But recently, there was, there was, there was. Sure, there was a, no, no, was no a it show. wasn't Oscambo though. Oscambo came. I yeah, think it was the before, event before that. Yeah. Um, Look, <sighs> things happen. Yeah. Um, from having tried to bring artists here, things happen. There's a time, yo, there's a time we tried to bring an artist and they took the longest route. You know when you open your GPS and it gives you the shortest route? Yeah. And it ended up on the longest route to get to SD. Yeah. So they got here after the show was over. <laughs> 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 so things happen, bro. Uh, things happen, but I can't speak for what circumstance, um, you know, makes a situation happen the way it must happen or the way it happened. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's, I'll, I'll just say, look, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna try bring someone, make sure you figure out your logistics and make sure they like, you got a solid plan. So like what causes the, the person to come through? Is it because he wasn't informed about the booking or Ooh. he wasn't paid? Yo, man, the game is twisted. Yo, there's so many reasons why someone cannot oh, pull so up. Many there's reasons. so many reasons you can find. Maybe I don't know. And obviously, what I'm about to say is not related to that particular show because I have yeah. no information about that particular show. But yeah. um, you know what? There's so many reasons why an artist can't make it. You know, maybe when you booked them, you booked them way too early, and you think you're you know getting the best deal, but then they get a bigger booking than your booking. Unfortunately, my they friend, can't make it they program. can't make it. Uh, and, you know, there's a couple of shows last year that that happened. Mm. Um, mm. What else can happen? Uh, yes, you know, rare case, like taking the wrong route. Sure. <laughs> uh, you get to the border, some issues with whatever. Papers. What's it called? Papers, what, what, what. Sure. Lots of things can happen. There's so okay. many things that can lead to, uh, during COVID period, it was madness. Get to the border, you need this, you need that. There's there's lots of there's lots of stuff that can can contribute. It's up to you as event promoters to just make sure that you've covered your bases. Oh yeah, yeah. It's really the event. At the end of the day, the consumer has one person to look at. Is the promoter? The, the, promoter. the promoter is the, is is the, the person responsible. who's responsible for mm. honoring their promise or whatever they have advertised mm. to. And you saw how those guys did it. They I think they did a decent job. Refunded everyone. Yeah, fair. yeah. It's a nice way to go about it, but there's other issues. There's there's other times when there hasn't been proper communication about refunds because maybe I don't know the whole event was shortly organized. Um, but you will find that proper proper organizations they all communicate with the people. 
yeah. they'll have a plan B in place. Um, you know, they'll make sure that there's actually no reason to get to plan B in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all about due diligence. You gotta know, yeah, you gotta know your, you gotta know what you're doing. Basically, uh, there's a lot of people who just see things on a fly and they're like, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> sure, it's nice that you feel that way. It's the right, actually, it's the right way to start, but you have to know that there's a lot of work that goes into before that flyer came yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. So, so let's get into the animation graphics. Yes. You've done, you've done a couple of those, uh, Luju, Bushfire, Firefly. Yes. Hypnotic. So what exactly is required in order um, for to be able to do that? So I think it, okay. I like tweaking, as I said, I'm, I'm not a graphic designer. Right. I was about to ask. <laughs> I am not a graphic designer. I'm sorry, really. There's a really dope guy I know who's a graphic designer. I've worked with him. He makes some of the best flyers ever. Uh, unicorn and diggies. And, you know, you go. Shout out Unicorn and diggies. Shout out Unicorn. You go, you got your. You know, there's there's a big gang out there. Uh, Nguiki, uh, Zuma. There's Shara a lot Flex. of people pushing. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of yeah. people pushing nice graphics out here. But me, I'm not a graphic designer. I know how to use Photoshop. I know how to use, and not, right now I'm teaching myself After Effects. Um, I haven't, like, yeah, I'm just trying, to, I'm trying to learn, yeah. Uh, Premiere Pro, I don't like it. Someone said they don't like it, and somehow I felt, yeah, I can identify with that. I also oh, yeah. don't like it. You also don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so I've decided to do all my editing on 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 um, After Effects. Uh, so I'm trying to get into the video game as well, like, to learn how to, um, basically edit videos. Yeah. Yeah. What I do with the with the animations, it's not editing videos. It's it's something different. Um, because it, it needs to be real time. That like the way I envision a screen at an event mm. is for it to be part to be that extra sense that 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 it's part of the experience. Yeah. So you see, sound sound is when you go to to an event, right? Sound is the primary thing that you yeah. that you have there. And and for me. In my arsenal to make a nice event, I've got nice sound. So if mm. you if you if you hire my sound, you're gonna hear it's gonna be pumping. Uh, the next thing in my arsenal is lights. I've got to have nice lights. Um, you know, I control them. I can set them on DMX. Control them. Make them blue. Make them red. Make them green. Mm. I got lights. Right. Add some movers. Then we, we're swimming. Then the next element for you to experience an event is to add that other dimension through a screen. Yeah. Yeah, and a screen I feel like if you've gone to uh an a house music event, like I mean proper house music, not like I'm not talking about the house music uh, events that are here because here there's not really nice house music events. I'm talking about like you go to Ultra for example. Oh yeah. You can see how you now fusing lighting, sound and visuals, graphics, right? Yeah. Yeah, so my approach to that, there's different softwares you can use for that. There's Resolume. There's I use VDMX five. Yeah. Um. It's, it's it's about uh, it's about about four hundred USD or something like that. But once I got the software, I found it so easy to use. It's the first. It looks so complicated when you open it, but I found it so easy to use. It's, it's like DJing, and that's why I call it VJing. It's <laughs> yeah. So, um, I create uh loops. And I met this, I met this uh, dope, 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 dope animation designer. Uh, her name is Inka. 
Yeah. Uh, and she does bushfire main stage. Yeah. And she's amazing. Inka is amazing with 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 her graphics. Um and I think she I I got a lot of inspiration from just seeing her operate and seeing her operate the machine. Mm. She comes with this controller that looks like a DJ controller. Yeah. But it's to control the the visuals. The visuals, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you can you can do lots of stuff with it you know controlling the all of that rig that you see in front there wow uh including the nameplate at the top and the sides and the one at the at the back it's all a job and she's sitting there and so um i i i got the gig to do the other stage the other side uh, because the yeah the stage yeah. was starting out um yeah. i think that stage when it started i was the first person to play on it uh because it's the time i got booked for um the the Sibebe Friday night thing mm. when that ended when I got put on bushfire I was supposed to play on the main stage I remember I'd even made flyers that say yeah main stage two a.m. <laughs> uh, and then they were like no 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 you can't play main stage uh, you gotta go to this new stage oh yeah and when it started it was just like a gazebo with that's literally how it started it started in this place where there's um I don't know if you went to Uncle Waffles show but like where it was that around that around area that's where the it was called the Red Bull stage. Yeah. Yeah, and we got there I played and I had a good time. But then the next year we were now like tasked with figuring out how we can improve the stage and mm-hmm. that's how I actually got into the team. Uh shout out Speech who was like um my my boss around that area. Yeah. Um and basically we started figuring out you know trying to design the stage trying to figure out you know how much sound equipment we need where we need to position it obviously with the guidance of um um the the uh, jigs jigs and shorto at house on fire mm. and we 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 really you know got into the groove of trying to make it work and and Until trying to make it work is like when we when we're ordering the stuff we're like okay yeah the guy who's bringing the stuff must bring a screen why are we getting a screen because we want to do visuals mm. uh, why are we getting sound you know because we want it to sound nice why are we getting lights because we want that visual element to to the event and you know over the years we've scaled up scaled up scaled up to where it is now yeah. um i think last year i didn't get involved because I, another production company came in uh, oh, yeah. with the with the with the balantins uh balantins music yeah So another production company came in and they mm. come with their own crew, their own visual artists, everything they come with their own crew. Okay. So yeah, last year is the only year that I didn't get involved into um basically creating that that experience. Um but yeah, it's it's been nice. I've learned a lot. I started out by um uh when Hypnotic started, uh one of the things, you know, I commented to um Sakila was like, "Yo, can we get a screen?" And I wanted to do I just wanted to do that. I wanted to play with the visuals. I wanted oh, yeah. there I actually was talking about like having cameras and whatnot and them yeah. showing on the screen. And in, in fact when they brought the screen it was due to me saying, "Hey, can you bring a screen?" And we started playing with that. I remember I think the last one was 2015. I'm not wrong. Uh that was the last one where we played with um screens and after that we never like I never went back to working there because it was just a stress. Stress for nothing. Do they do they have not to has a chance of coming back? Oh, I don't know about that. I've seen so many you see force advertising me. I've seen so many flyers saying it's coming back so I'm not sure if those flyers are real or not or whether the message in those flyers is accurate or not. Mm. I think only they can speak into it coming back mm. or not. Mm. Um the the drivers of that motion because they um they are the ones responsible for it. Me I um 
I don't know. <laughs> you I don't, don't know. know. Yeah. But moving on, um, you you one of the people who who co-founded uh, Tech Life Studios, right? Yes. Uh, can you just briefly explain what is Tech Life exactly? Oh. And what okay. mainly does it focus on? Uh, Tech Life Studio. Um. When we first opened the shop, yeah, we wanted to train more DJs in Swaziland. Mm. There's there's a big gap, um, in t- <coughs> in terms of there's there's a big gap in terms of like a versatile DJ, like someone who can really throw down a party. And and you know, for me, when I talk about like DJing, I'm not talking about putting on the song. I I mean there's there's a big it's very easy to do that it's very easy to play the the hot song and and you know everybody's going to love it yeah and it's a very it's a twisted area it's a gray area because you know that's the essence of it mm. give people what they want Fact. um but i think there's a big part of me and you know largely my crew that we all believe that yo a dj should know how to throw down like we should we you know, you know how a rapper is gonna have like a battle, yeah. and, and you know this 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 is the e-list MC out here, DJs as well. This is the e-list DJ. Why? Because yo, did you see what he did on the decks? Not you know, and you can't just do something on decks, but just by turning on the song, right? You have to do something. <laughs> you have to be technical. <laughs> uh, look for example, Shimza. You know, he's dope. You know, you need Shimza. Yeah, like, yeah hey, he's dope on the yeah. Right, he puts the the, the Afro house song and puts the piano a cappella, hey, and then he, he has his he has his party trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think essentially it's that who's got the most party tricks, and we oh. wanted to teach people those party tricks because mm. there's things that work and things that don't work, and essentially we we just, we think there's we have a long way to go, and not just in Swaziland, yeah, uh, in the Southern African area Continue. in terms of DJing, um, but it's 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 not. It's not a bad thing. It's because of the style of music that we play here. Yeah. Uh, we play house. There's a lot of, uh, Southern Africa is known for house music, you see. So the style mm. of playing house music is not really that engaging okay? uh, because the BPMs are similar. Yeah. Um, you know, by BPM, in case you don't know what that is, beats per minute, that's the <laughs> speed of the song. Yeah, the BPMs are similar. Um, yeah, and, and so it's easy to Even mix the it. sounds. Yeah, and the, the sounds. Yeah, it, 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 one it, song sounds it, like another song. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's there's that, and it doesn't really challenge you to do Bats. a lot yeah. uh, on the decks. Whereas, I grew up in a East African area where yeah. there's a lot of dancehall music, varying uh, BPMs, hip hop music, varying BPMs. Those are the things that people love. And then there's also the local genres. Uh, there's gangeton, there's bongo across Tanzania, mm. um, and these these all sound very similar to dancehall music. Yeah. So as a DJ, when you're playing, I remember I had this residency at a club in Nairobi. Yeah. Um, I used to play for about four to six hours every day. Four to six hours? Yeah. On the decks? Yeah. There was, two, there was two of us in the club. There was two residence DJs and we didn't, like the club didn't have budget to afford more DJs, but oh, yeah. we were also happy to jam because it gave us more time to play with music. That guy, uh, my partner, was very interested in Southern African music and I just left, I just left Swaziland. So it was easy for us to trade and, and mm. share stuff, mm. uh, share music. He, he really was enjoying, you know, back then there was no more piano, right? Yeah. Every South African song was called Kwaito up that side. They what? just referred to everything South African. Yeah. Kwaito. Kwaito. Yeah. Play some Kwaito. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there was, there used to, uh, we used to share a lot of music like that. Um, 
but you know and and within the six hours you're playing multiple genres um, mm. multiple bpms multiple speeds so you also have to know how to start it up how to go down how to go down how to yeah. come back up yeah. um and that really challenges you um, it really really absolutely challenges you um in in case um in, in case i ever get a chance one of the things that I, w- i would love to do in my life is to maybe get on like a red bull three star championship yeah um this is like the biggest dj competition in the world yeah. there's currently two of them there's dmc world dmc and then there's uh red bull three star mm. but red bull three star is a format that i i love because it gives you as an act you get 15 minutes and in 15 minutes you really have to kick ass like you have Impress, to yeah. yeah you have to you have to do a lot um and you have to do you have to play multiple genres you have to go multiple cultures because you know it's a world championship mm. so you're not just catering to a southern african yeah. audience or east african audience or a west african audience it's, it's all over the world yeah and you minutes. got 15 minutes yeah yeah um if you know in your free time just go go there on youtube and, and check out some of that uh, red bull three star you see what i'm talking mm. about like that's the essence of um true djing yeah. and true like waxmanship when it comes to handling the the the, the decks So you mentioned Gucci uh in our kingdom we don't really have a lot of a lot of professionalism yeah. towards the DJ thing. Yeah. You as being part of Deck Life have you guys actually managed to improve that? I think so. Um uh, you know you know you started by saying uh, I looked at your EPK, right? Yeah. I, if I can tell you how many times an artist is going to hit me up on my IG or on the Deck Life page or all the other event pages like Pop Sunday page like yo yeah. I want to play I want to do this I want to do that I'm the, we we have a very cuz we don't have like honestly we don't have time to have that chit chat yeah chit chat yeah, so if you want to get booked the quickest way if you want to get employed at a company what do you do you send your CV right yeah, yeah so uh, you know we we ask people can you send your EPK Yeah. And give them an email where to send the EPK and then the next question usually comes is like what's an EPK <laughs> um you know that i i i i understand uh asking is not a crime but you asking the wrong person at this particular Bad. time you're supposed to be Bad. trying to find out how that works how 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 an, what what's an, an EPK is. not from me yeah. like try find yeah. out like google like spend some time on the internet mm. um and then figure out the out how you know how you can put that together um so th- i would say there's a big gap um i believe the the the, the seminars that are happening uh, every now and then we have this organization people say yeah uh, the seminar for new artists to come together workshops. and what, no, workshops and yeah, yeah workshops yeah. i believe those workshops should be catered towards not speaking about what's wrong with our industry but rather towards fixing what's wrong with our industry so Thank providing you. opportunities yeah. for people to fix those things like for example uh, MTN and Bushfire once did a EPK workshop yeah. uh, and i went to this EPK workshop Uh, my 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 bio the one on the website yeah yes i drafted it and i was i got assistance from my 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 moms and and pops to like write it properly but there's another guy who's like a he's a booking agent across uh, africa yeah and he helped me write that 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 epk oh, the way it's written okay um 
and and that was an experience i remember uh, i think Sean was there uh the the shepherd brothers were there uh and and a couple of mtn spotlight um uh, acts were also part of that epk workshop mm. and you can look at the work of those guys and how they present themselves online you can see yeah. the, the value that they gained from that exercise mm. right um mm. i'm in 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 fact i want to do the, another one of those workshops so if we do a workshop this year which might be something that we we might be looking into it's going to be geared towards providing opportunities and putting putting the little things that needs to happen to make this environment uh bloom into something else because mm-hmm. we we getting penalized for simple things that we can handle Thanks. uh Thanks. the the things that we're missing out on are just very minor minor details we don't suck like <laughs> there's nothing wrong with our with our craft it's just presentation maybe it's just maybe how it's packaged you know uh, all that um so the gap is there uh the the there's something lacking but it's also within us to push ourselves to to that next step but the problem is with the workshops you find that uh the workshop is being held yeah. but only a few people are going to come to that workshop that's okay then only the few people that pulled up are going to benefit you can't take a horse to the river and still force it to drink water it's it's unfortunate you you often find it's like when someone comes to the club and asks us for a re, uh, remix sorry sorry uh, 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 can you play this song and we just played it but they just arrived. Oh yeah. Unfortunately, we can't play it again. Cuz <laughs> you came late. <laughs> you missed out. Yeah. But moving on, man. Um I want to I want to ask if you guys actually have artists and DJs signed under Deck Live cuz I've actually noticed uh there's fre- there's people who frequently appear on your okay. on your lineups and everything. Um okay, uh, we don't we don't necessarily have a label. Um the reason we haven't done labels is because again i have seen friends and colleagues in the industry get effed over due to signing to labels i mean we can go back and back. look at how many labels are pulled up they've duped axes and you know i've been i've seen all that happen over the years uh i've been in those spaces where people are asking for their money and they're not getting it. i've actually <laughs> been one of those people who's asking for my money and i'm not getting it um so therefore we i've largely been a very open um my approach is very open mm. if i like your style uh if i think you can rock the party mm. then i will call you straight directly and i will let you know that there's this opportunity mm. that we can work on and make it work Yeah. Um obviously once if you are good at what you're doing it's up to anyone else to convince me why they are better than the person I'm already working with. Yeah, uh, I I don't feel pressured to go out there looking for um necessarily looking for something from someone else. Uh, mm-hmm. it's 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 within and it's not even in my circle. It's not my circle. Sometimes like I can tell you the story of pretty much every DJ that I have and how i met them yeah uh, it's it's usually a chance like i rock up into a venue i di- i wasn't even planning on being at that venue or something and then i hear oh who's this playing and then i'm like oh my bro please can we exchange numbers because then i'm like when i have an event or you know i'd like to bring some of what this guy is doing into that mm. space maybe people mm. will enjoy it or something 
Um, and also besides public events, you know, sometimes we've got pri- private events, you've got a wedding and maybe you've got two, three weddings in a day. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to have a team, but not necessarily have to tie them down to a contract. And um, the reason why we haven't tied anyone down in a contract is because we haven't built the value to be able to put it in the contract yet. Right. Yeah, we, yeah. There's, there's no, like, sure, I can put an act on a flyer every weekend. I absolutely can do, like, the the venues that we can call and put someone on the flyer every weekend are there. But the mm-hmm. question is, why are they on the flyer? How much money necessitated them being on that flyer? Mm. Right? Is this 500 bucks? Because if it's 500 bucks, it's a waste of everybody's time. Honestly. It's, and, Honestly, it uh, is. It really is a waste of everybody's time because that venue is making a gang loot from it's, you pulling up there. One, guys, I, one thing I usually ask um, someone who, when they call me and they're like, hey, can you come play? I was like, okay, how much are you going to pay? And when you tell me 500 bucks, I usually tell you a very simple, if you're charging 50 bucks, I know very well 20 of my close friends are going to pull up. Yeah. And you won't give me 20 tickets to let them in for free. Fact. Right. You're going to so charge them. You're going to charge them. Mm. So why are you paying me 500 bucks? Mm. Yet they're going to spend money at your venue. Mm. Right. So um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very simple and direct way of saying like, please, can I get a cut of the whole thing? Let's make it work. Exactly. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's make it mm. work. Um, and I think largely we've led by example Fair. when we've called O's to come play at our stages, we've remunerated them adequately. Um, and we've set, honestly, we've set the bar, um, in terms of handling that and trying to handle that. Sometimes we, we are not, we're not perfect. Mm. We made mistakes here and there, mm. but I, I would say if I've called someone to come jam, you know, it's because there's a reason for the, for them to come through a jam. A because reason. I do also don't want someone to call me for no reason. Oh, yeah. yeah, I I approach it from that angle, and maybe that makes me the best person who should book you. Uh, um, and the reason I'm saying this is because I've seen this trend where guys will look at um the lineups that I put out. Yeah, and they'll go source artists from those from previous events, and they'll yeah. put them together for an event. Yeah. But then they actually don't accord these artists the respect that they need. So for example, why go book all these nice well-doing artists in terms of I'm saying well-doing in term, in that they coming up nicely. Mm-hmm. Book them and then you say your event is going to start at 11 a.m., right? Yeah. And then you put all of them in the afternoon slot, right? Yeah. And then your event has not started the whole afternoon. That's the event starts at seven, night, seven. It starts in the, in the evening. Yeah. That's when your maybe SA acts come and then yeah. now it's a circus. Everybody yeah. wants to play 20 minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes. Do you see how it's bad, first of all, for that act that they came onto this stage, they've been advertising for our months that they're pushing Literally. to play, yeah. but they never got that. They never got closure. They never. Yeah. The whole month they've been saying, I'm playing there. I'm playing. Any Come other promoter through. that would Come have through. wanted to book them couldn't because yeah. you had them on your flyer. Yeah. I feel it's disrespectful. And it is. Acts need to wake up. Acts need to wake up. Fact. Yeah. You don't get anything out of that. And at the end of the day, that promoter will even run you around, give you nothing at the end of the day. Mm. So you are on, on the month, you are there. Yes, you look like you are gigging, but you're on this flyer, your slot, 
it got passed because the promoter was was, like, was lousy mm. in terms of setting up and whatnot. Mm. Okay, now also because you didn't perform now, yeah. he's like, hey, but you didn't perform. You check. You you get nothing out of the all of that experience. Yeah. So I would urge anyone out there who's trying to get booked, get booked by the right venue. It's much more, it's it's a better value for your brand, for your everything than being on every fly every weekend. Mm. Yeah. So can I can I just can you can you continue? Um I want us to you you've 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 said that Gusi Tech Life doesn't really have artists, but you have people that you work with. Yes. Um so Tech Life is an, an events manager. Yes. You guys do events. Yes. We do um, events, we do uh, equipment rentals. Uh we offer services in the invent in the inventing space. So okay. for example, uh, if you want a like a premium event where you don't want just anyone walking in, I uh, we have a ticketing system. Uh, it's very secure. We can do accreditation for you. Um, we sell wristbands if you need to get what? anything, any supplies for your event. Okay. Um, unfortunately, we just haven't been putting that information out there publicly yeah. because uh, for whatever reason, but all these services are available. The people who call us, they mm-hmm. get the service. Yeah. I, wanna, I want us to talk about Pop Sunday. What was the whole concept behind Pop Sunday? Okay. Um, so Pop Sunday is an outdoor music and lifestyle experience. Yes. Um, the idea is just to bring people together, as always with music and anything that we do that's regarding music. It's always about bringing people together. Yeah. Uh, we, I had a residency at the Albert Million at some point. And mm. we used to do Saturdays. I remember when, when we started out, we were so ambitious. We used to do, turn on the speakers on the Thursday afternoon. Damn music. <laughs> um, and then we would skip Friday because the venue is already busy on Friday. Um, yeah, that's, you know, <laughs> that's one way to look at it. The venue is already busy. We don't need the DJ. <laughs> we don't need music. What? Venue is already busy. Uh, but yeah, a lot of venues are like that. Yeah. Uh, by the way, so there's very nice venues that I've gone to and asked them, can I set up an event here? They're like, yeah, which day? Yeah, on Saturday. Yeah, no, Saturday, it's it's full already. <laughs> so, Vele, your guests don't deserve to hear music. Anyways, um, so we, we used to play on Saturdays mostly. Mm. And the, we realized then that there's, the venue is closed on Sunday. Um, and I went to the owner and I was like, yo, and set up something on Sunday. Mm. He's like, okay. Oh, what's the plan? And we you know we came back, you know, chit chat, chit chat, chit chat. Concept. Yeah, we were like, okay, what do we want to do? And we were like, yeah, no, we want to make something. <coughs> and at first we were like, yeah, let's bring SAX. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. And we're like, yeah, no, but everybody has done that. I actually I wanna I wanna talk about that because you guys are actually one of the only events we have in the country. Yeah. It doesn't bring any SAX. It's not intentional. There's nothing wrong with bringing SAX. It's just um, I, I think we look w- during that residency, I used mm. to turn on the sound. Maybe I would come plug in at around 1130. That's mm. when I would come connect the sound. Um, and once I connect the sound, maybe I'll start jamming from maybe let's say 1 p.m. Mm. And I'll jam from 1 p.m. till around 6 p.m. Mm. Again, long set. I, I'm having the time of my life. It's a Saturday afternoon. I'm I mean, this is what I wanted to do at that particular time yeah. in my life. I was very happy doing that. I come plug in, jam a long set. Then uh, I think Opis would join me, would come play for a bit. Ellie would come through, jump for a bit, 
Sean would come through, uh, close the set. We, yeah. we always put Sean as a last act because last at that time act. he was starting out with a piano. Yeah. Um, and you know traditionally in other venues, it's always house, 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 piano, house, and then one hour of. Hip-hop. You remember Pub and Grill? If you guys ever went to Pub and Grill, yeah. Yeah, it used to be like that. The whole evening, <laughs> and then around eleven thirty, they put DJ Khalid, and then you know. Yeah, so we we flipped it around and now it was basically all other types of music and then you know I'm a piano at the end. Um and that 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 was nice. Um so we we thought about I, how can we bring these people who are already coming to the, you know the social Saturday. Social Saturday yeah. started before Pop Sunday. Oh for real? Yeah, we've been doing social Saturdays since it's it's been it's, Actually, it's just that Sunday Pop Sunday is a Sunday event. So yeah. this is how it used to be. The 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 residency we used to create a flyer called Social Saturday. Every Saturday was a social Saturday. We would meet up there, it was free entry, you know, you can have fun there, you can jam, and then in the evening you'll get yeah, people start dancing on the chairs, <laughs> management aged <laughs> that. Um but then now we thought what can we do on a Sunday because the venue is not um, it's not. It's closed. It's nothing is happening. And we thought about um creating an event that would cater for the whole family, mm. um, young, old, everybody. Um, yeah. and the target market is a worldwide market. Mm. Um, worldwide market. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's we we yeah. we we're supposed to give you that when you are there, you're supposed to be you you feel as if you're talking to people from different parts of the world, mm. and that's that's really the essence of it it's an out of this world experience Thanks. um and the 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 promise of it of the premise of it is like we're not trying to make it about the music but it is about the music yeah it really is about the music if it's not for music then we wouldn't link up Thanks. yeah but it really is not about who's playing the music or what kind of music it's is being played as long as it's good music Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, it it okay. always has to be good music. It's good vibes. So you know the from selecting who's gonna play, what you know, allocating them, what time At they're what gonna time. play. Mm. Um, these are some of the tasks that we really, you know, took took in and made sure that we we tried to do them right. Um, and and I think it paid off because I can see now that uh, in our community we started to re- to rethink the gig. The the big gig in, in Swaziland. We're starting yeah. to rethink it. We're starting to be like, okay, we can actually have a big gig without importing, importing. talent. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm not saying there's there's anything wrong with it. And in fact, if you ask a lot of people what's wrong with Pop Sunday, they will tell you, yeah, they should just bring an essay act. Yeah. Right. And but that's not what the, the, the package idea is. Was- um we 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 have actually brought essay acts we it, now and then you never know what you, you're gonna find um it's not like we're lazy that's why i released the lineup the day before yeah it's not it's I've, by I've, design i've actually wondered whether how why why yeah why because it's it? not about that it's literally not about it's that it's really not and about i love the community <sighs> and how you know they've grown to adopt that as like yo we're gonna buy our tickets we don't know who's gonna be there but we're going there I think I think I think you guys have one of the one of the best creation in terms of events. Yeah. I mean when you talk when you say you guys you put Amapiano as the last as the on the last act. I remember I went to the last social Saturday you yeah. guys had. Yeah. OP was playing around four or five. 
and he played uh, I think an hour or two. Yes. He played something different. Yeah. And then Bay Bash played. Yeah. And it was hip hop and then I'm a piano. Yeah. And then they even ended. Yeah. Um we I tried try to cater for everyone. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a good thing and we need a lot of events like that. Yeah. I'm tired of going to Clover and all I'm hearing is I'm a it's piano. The <laughs> you know, I've <laughs> I've, I've, I've gone guy. to a nice gig that's <laughs> nicely packed. I mean last year I went to two of them that were like that. So nicely packed. But the unfortunate thing is like even the DJs were playing. It's like they're fighting for the same numbers, the same songs. Exactly. And it's like, you know, like, bro. It's like there's not we, even, they, the competition is no longer there. It's three events last year that were big. And I feel like something could have been done that could have given the event a better outcome in terms yeah. of the musical experience. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it is true there that sometimes we don't think about what the experience of the client is, the patron, the people who are arriving at the event. Mm. We don't think about really, we think about our own interest in regards to, yeah, I'm a house music head. Yeah. So, you know, this and is who I'm booking, this think, is who I'm booking, this is who I'm booking. I think another thing that actually makes the whole event be a piano event is because, um, let me make an example. If you are friends with me, yeah, and you're having an event. Yeah. You don't want to book the other person. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You want to so book me. There's so there's also that other issue that we have where all the all, all my friends, right? Yeah. They play on my piano, right? Yeah. And therefore, because I have an event, I am going to book all of them. Exactly. Because for some reason, if I don't book someone, maybe they might feel bad. I don't know. I, I feel like that's such a lame uh, <laughs> thing to go by for not chucking someone out of the right. lineup simply because they don't fit or they, they, you know, the program is boring. Yeah. Because if my program is boring, I definitely will remove some people. Sometimes we start with most, my, my biggest lineup is nine people. I never go That's above nine biggest. people as my biggest lineup. After that, we're wasting each other's time. <laughs> There's absolutely yeah. no gain yeah. out of adding any more people onto yeah. that lineup. So, you know, these flyers where you find heads, Rolling from the bottom here, buying like this. I've seen, ah, yo, I've yeah, seen, yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. those lineups. No man, it's it's once again as an act, it depends maybe on what your values are. But my values basically is I have to get value out of that experience, mm. like everything there. When I go to play, I wanna play for a good enough period of time. I don't wanna be on stage for five minutes. I don't know. I feel like I won't, it's not enough time for me to experience, it, to share the, and to express yourself the energy and express myself. Like yeah. it's not enough time. Yeah, yeah. So I you know I take the same principle to the, 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 the program of the day is like, mm. look, if we have more than nine people, we're going to be stressing ourselves doing 45 minute sets and whatnot. And it's a, totally unnecessary. It's, yes. it's not worth it. Um, I also in East Africa, there's, there's a friend of mine who also has a very nice, um um uh, nice event series going on yeah. um and you know i follow this guy uh I've, we've actually never met uh and he's not actually like my friend my friend but he's someone that i i say okay this is a dope dj um he's got a very nice event and when they put out the lineup it's usually like four five people mm. right and that event is going to be nice those four five people are going to play long sets um, you know, go back and forth in different genres of music, engage with the crowd, you know, lots of things. There's lots of things that you can do as an act. So I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that we get there. And those four people are usually not people from outside. It's local people. I think, I think one of the reasons why 
we, we don't have such events whereby in DJ one DJ can play for for like two hours. It's cause now even the DJ on his own, he can't play anything else besides what he knows. Yeah. And they don't expose themselves to other genres. Yeah. Even if that that's not the case. The people who are going to that event don't want to hear anything else because they are used to yeah. hearing I'm a piano yeah. and, and house yeah. and everything. Yeah, it's 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 crazy, man. I, I hope something is going to happen, but I think we're in the right direction. Somehow, somehow, I'm seeing more and more uh, versatile DJs popping up. Mm. Um, I think we can all agree Babash was a good addition to 2022. Uh, I Fact. also yeah, it's dope, it's dope act. Um, they came through. Shout out, Pepe. <laughs> came through. Came through with bangers. Um, I also saw what's his name, Sean. Sean, the other day, you know, everybody was expecting a full Lama piano set. Next thing, my O is playing Afrobeat. My O is playing hip hop. Yeah, you know, that's that kind of versatility is what we're looking for. Yeah, uh, we're looking for you know, show show off, like. Show me a mix from this Jenna jamming into the other Jenna. Impress us. So Let's guys, hear it. So guys, here's the trick to get to get into put into Pop Sunday. Just be first attack. That's the trick. <laughs> that's how you're gonna get put into Pop Sunday. <laughs> These are the keys. <laughs> that's that's the key. But moving on, um, you guys have managed to do a good job in 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 hosting events. I've never went thank to you. a tech life event and I was disappointed. Thank you. Thank I'm you. I'm always happy with the lineup. Oh, I want I wanted to ask you, see, um. What what exactly happened? Because I remember there was there was there was there was a time whereby you guys moved the event to Prince of Wales yeah. and then moved it back to Milan again. Ah, this question is very popular. But we just moved because we thought we needed more space. We needed a bigger crowd. Yeah, yeah we we no 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 bigger crowd. We just thought we needed more space. The the concept has so many versions. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's so many versions of this concept. Um, and you know, obviously. I can show you um, the different versions of Pop Sunday that I've seen so far. And, and after that, I'll maybe let you know something else. Um, you see, at the million, we, we thought the event needed to become bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, therefore we thought, okay, let's go to Prince of Wales. Yeah. Um, it was a scary move. I think it was the first time we were doing the event after the COVID break. Yeah, after the so COVID break. It was a scary move, but it was also a move that was really, really necessary for us. Yeah. Uh, we learned a lot from the whole experience. And I think even the country learned a lot from, and I'll tell you what everybody learned. What everybody learned is that, oh, I can actually go set up an event. That's what everybody <laughs> learned. Fact. Yeah. That's what everybody, after that, after that, we opened up stadiums. People started booking stadiums to set up the events. And it's lovely to see that happen. Uh, I believe at the bottom, people are inspired by yeah. the idea that, oh, yeah. these O's could just take this thing, take Prince of Wales, make it this. Um, and we really, we really tried. It was, it was tough at Prince of Wales. It's very expensive running the event at Prince of Wales. I'll tell oh, yeah. you guys, if you're thinking of using that venue, to do an event without a sponsor or without budget, you're going to suffer. It's either you're going to suffer in terms of revenue mm. or the event is going to suffer because you won't be able to make it work. Okay. I know, for example, I can tell you getting the three phase power is not this side. It's the other side of the field. So I have ah. to organize a long cable from this O and this other O to connect wires at this time. It's, you know, the event is about to start. There's so many challenges that we discovered mm-hmm. um, and that's what we carry as our experience right now mm-hmm. uh, in terms of handling 
uh, that venue. And the reason why we moved away from it is because it was just a mess. Okay. Um, you know, we just we would see tickets being bought. Okay. And then no revenue at the end of the event because oh. we're spending all of it on the on, little on things. Up the you know, that place is a blank canvas. Yeah. And we did say it was a blank canvas. We really wanted to try out something else other than the by the million we used to set up under the million shelter. You yeah, see, I see. When that. we moved to Prince of Wales, we're like, okay, we're here. Cool. Stage is gonna be here. Seating is gonna be here. And you know, seating, we now have to hire seating. But, uh, it's gonna rain, Babane. So here's tents. And you don't just need two tents, you need mm. three tents, one for the stage also. <laughs> one for the stalls. Hey, you know, there's there's a bunch of there's a bunch of stuff that we learned. Okay. Um, but I think also we were very successful at Prince of Wales. Um, if you look at pretty much uh, every other these are our bragging rights for 20, bragging rights for twenty twenty two. Um, mm. If you look at every other event that tried to happen at Prince of Wales, it was a bit of a challenge. And I would I would attribute that to them not <laughs> knowing that Fence. there's a lot that went into making it happen. There. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of admin that went into making Pop Sunday happen at, at the Prince of Wales. Um, there's so many details that if you just overlook one, mm. your day is not going to end well. It's going to be a tough day. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. What, what has been one of, your, one of your highlights of 2022? It really was... 2022 highlights, yo. Um, I think the the best uh, outcomes of 2022 was just uh, one seeing um new space, new people into the space in terms yeah. of like DJs can that can challenge um you know a sport and say yeah no I'm here to shut it down. Mm. Uh, so we saw a couple of guys enter that space. You know, talking about um. Billion, we're talking about um, Bay Bash. Mm. This is new, new. Um, it's all black. There's new cats that got into the game. They're like, "Yo, we here to, we here to fuck shit up." Mm. I don't know if I'm supposed to cuss in this channel. <laughs> um, and so that was a good plus. Yeah, it's not a deck life thing. Yeah, yeah, but it's good for us as as, as the uh, it's good for me as a as a service provider. Mm. I know that yo, if I'm doing this event and I'm doing that, either, there's a day yo, I had like five events going on at the same time and if it wasn't for these people all these people that you see on my flyers now and then not at the yeah. same time now and then here here yeah i wouldn't have been able to handle that but the beauty of it is at the end of the day we all go home happy you yeah. know uh you know put the, you coordinate we coordinate put this guy put the guy uh, so there was there's there's there was good additions into the space mm. so it was a positive year in that regard we're gonna get 2023 is gonna be much better because of mm those additions. Mm. Then the other thing I would say is, you know, shout out to the partnership between F&B and Pop Sunday. We mm. managed to do the unthinkable. We managed to, you know, just do something else that created a lot of opportunities, not just for artists, for service providers. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a lot of, there's, there's a big economy that moves around that particular concept. Mm. Um, and, you know, shout out to all the energies that, got bored in making that happen. Mm. Uh, it was a roller coaster up and down, but definitely uh, positive outcomes out of that. Um, then there was the the, the 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 house on fire partnership with Deck Life for um, the Deck Life Studio Luge, um, stage at Luju Festival, oh, yeah. which was in the amphitheater. Um, I think that was really good for us as well. Uh, it was the first time that has happened. And it's the first time that we got into something with um um with 
with our full might like that. We've yeah. never we haven't taken our sound system towards Malkans at House on Fire. Our sound system has never been to uh, House on Fire before, but that during that weekend, we were in there full force with the Deck Life sound system. Um, it was nice just curating that space and being part of that experience. Um, and it, it gave us, it, it, it gave us as a, as a, as a business. And it also gave us the, the, it gave the artists that we worked with around that, um, a big leap forward. So you guys are also in charge of curating the artist and this. Um, for the for our stage. Yeah, for for you. Oh, you had a oh, we, we had, had a stage. stage. The amphitheater stage Deck was Deck Life Studio stage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Stop. So twenty twenty three. Um, why are you looking forward to seeing a lot more new music? Uh, I know there's definitely gonna be good music. I'm hoping there's good music because we need good music to play. Um, but. I am looking forward to maybe whatever happened in 2022. The good, the good beats, they must happen twice in 2023. Right. And bad beats, they must happen <laughs> minus twice in 2023. Yeah. Then everything is going to balance. Um, yeah, it's just, I mean, to wish everyone a, a productive year. Everybody must apply pressure where they can. But before um, before we wrap it up, can you give me your top five? Top five what? DJ. Top five DJs in the world? In the kingdom. Ah, uh, why in the kingdom? It's <laughs> limiting. I mean, we are in the kingdom after all. Oh, uh, no, but you know, as a DJ, like, you shouldn't, you know, put yourself, I'm, I'm the DJ of the kingdom type vibe. You know, you should be out there in the world. Okay, we usually do this on our, on our podcast just to appreciate each and every creative. In the Absolutely. Kingdom. Um... Yo, top five. Now, if I don't mention someone here, they're going to be on my case. <laughs> That's the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough, man. Um, yeah, okay. If you've been on an event 2022 that I was hosting, and you know you did a good job, shout out. <laughs> because literally, I tried, in fact, I tried to close the year by having everybody that I thought was dope mm. on, on the program. Mm. Yeah, uh, we literally actually worked with. If if you if you were to look back at the guys that we we brought to our stages last year, it was it was it was some of the good DJs in SD. Right. Um, I I th- this is no offense to the groupmans. I haven't booked the, the 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 older generation much, but um, I think some there's there's a concept that's in the works that will incorporate. Um, and and have them on board as well, mm. um, because you know old is gold. There's there's people who've been out there and and, and pushing heavy heavy vibes, um, and you know would love to see them make a comeback and and just remind us now and then what the good tunes used to be. Because sometimes mm. you know us new kids, yeah, will come say, yeah, no, I have the old music as well. I can play it, <laughs> but. It is different when, when yeah, the, it's different when the oldest played. So, the old nigga playing. Yeah, the 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 new cats. We try, last year was there was a lot of new cats on our stages, and that was for a reason. You know, the every you know the, the what out there is like. There's there's a lot of new faces in the game. Mm. Um, you know that's how you're seeing so many new events happening. Mm. Uh, it's because there's new faces in the game. There's also you're seeing a lot of new DJs in the game. Mm. Um, so. You know, it's it's tough out there for an event promoter to try and find the right people, but I think we found the right people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that that crew of people, ah, can trust them to shut down a party. Right. Yeah. 
Very in no particular order. In no particular order. In no particular <laughs> order. In no particular I order. No problem. I yeah. Um, I have to ask you this question because we talked about it off camera. Yeah. What do you think we need to improve on in our industry so that we can actually have uh, the? Okay. First of all, we need more people. We need more people. Yeah. Our biggest problem is not that we are not able or our talent is what. I feel like. I feel like it's already flooded, though. Don't no, you no, think no, it's flooded? No, no, no. Not I more we, people doing the art stuff. More people consuming the art stuff. Or more people consuming the art yes, stuff. Yes, we don't have enough of okay. a big market. Yeah. A big problem, for example, you see uh, the concept of Pop Sunday. Yeah. It's not entirely a fresh new concept, right? Yeah. It's not like brand new, like there's nothing ever like that that has ever happened before, right? Yeah. It's happened before. I mean, in essence, if you look at, for example, Luju, Pop Sunday is like a smaller luju that happens every month, mm, right? Mm. Uh, the essence of like the fashion, Same the food and whatnot, food. right? It's, it's, now, the challenge comes in when now, the, if, you're, if you live in Manzini, you start saying, why don't they bring this event to Manzini, right? Uh. The distance from Babane to Manzini is nothing, is a tiny. This is the same city in other countries. Yeah. yeah the distance between uh, here, Babane and Manzini, you haven't left Nairobi. You're still, you're still moving around Nairobi, for example. Mm. So you can't have, you can't then, I've not found an event of the scale of this event that moves around in different venues within that small geographical area. Mm. So our biggest problem is like we have very small piece of land. And in that small piece of land, we have very few people. Right. Yeah. So there's not enough people consuming the <coughs> content that, to, to then say, uh, this event is going to be packed and the other event is going to be packed, and the other event is going to be packed. Mm. Um, and the, the biggest mistake we make as, as, as promoters is to then say that because those guys are hosting that event, host we are also going to host something that looks exactly like what those guys are doing, not mm. realizing that that would work if, we had a bigger if that, that other event was in Cape Town yeah. and your event was in Johannesburg. It wouldn't matter because you're catering to a totally different group of people. Yeah, fair. But now once you start doing the same thing, like Solanis is doing this and then Maggie Lounge is also doing exact same thing mm. within the small short distance is use oversaturate the market with the same thing. Mm. Um, and people start also thinking that it's the same thing. And I think that thing applies to um, a lot of things that are happening. Yeah. Um, when you look at producing music, we comparing ourselves to our next door neighbor, um, not knowing that the best person to compare yourself to is that international, that top guy, the person who's leading in the world. That's, I believe my chat here is like, if you want to borrow ideas, if you want to borrow inspiration, don't lock yourself to just looking next door for that inspiration. Mm. Um, find time apply pressure, look for more sources of inspiration that are maybe farther away from your immediate vicinity. Mm. Because then that gives you the, the opportunity to bring something fresh here, something that's not here. It gives you that opportunity. It doesn't rob you of the originality of its home-based or it's like made in Eswatini. It just gives you the opportunity to, you are the made in Eswatini. You are mm. the person who's anchoring whatever the product is to this here geographical location. Mm. What do you get out there and how you get it 
trust me, you're not going to be able to copy it exactly the way it is. Yeah. So you will add your vibe to it. And that's what we're looking for. Okay. That's what's going to make the difference. Um, if you're trying to learn, for example, YouTubers, the guys who are making YouTube, YouTube content, it would, it would be unfortunate if your competition is your immediate neighbor here mm-hmm. in Swaziland. Instead of, I don't know, MKBHD, right? And saying that guy is producing top content. I, wanna, I want my content to be like that. Uh, you know, I believe it's the same. Um, even for DJing, I don't want to compete with, there's no one here. In fact, I challenge anyone. Let's throw down. There's no one here for me to compete with. <laughs> I want to compete with someone who's out there. Thanks. Yeah then I believe that makes me, that makes my game, makes my game more tough for my immediate here. If they are not doing the same thing, it makes it tough for them to compete. Mm. Yeah. Because I am, I am borrowing from something that's not here. Yeah. It's coming from out there. Right. It's imported. Right. And I'm taking that and I'm using it to better my craft. It doesn't change that. It doesn't change my craft and make it something that's important. No, it, it makes that the ingredients, however, have some external okay. factors to them. Uh, the ingredients, they are laced with something from India. The ingredients, they are something from, I don't know, Kazakhstan, somewhere. <laughs> that's I, where to be. Thank you, man. This was a very informative uh, episode. And big shout out to you for coming through. And I'm really, we're looking forward to hearing more, more, of, more of the events and creation and proper creation and I hope whoever tuned in up until this time you learned a lot because I did and I and I have the recipe if you want to get put to pop Sunday call me <laughs> <laughs> but more than anything I myself I have MK we out peace